When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome into the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Saul Bookman and Espo. Gentlemen, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I got an education on tall shoes before uh, we came on, so I'm good. We had the most interesting conversations before. The, the last second hits and we go live. It's like the countdown just triggers something in us. And uh, we're yeah. like, here's a hot topic we can discuss <laughs> in 30 seconds. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then we have to completely stop <laughs> and switch gears. Uh, but it keeps us on our toes, that's for sure. Today's topic was um, I have platform converse on right now. And Saul asked if I was, Do you feel if like I super felt tall weird in, in them. Yeah. Or I, if I, I would break my ankle. I feel like I would snap my ankle if I wore like one inch platform shoes or something. I don't understand that. I don't, I don't like you just walk to normal. To me, in my head is like stilts. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to snap your ankle, we can go play one on one after this. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, All right, guys, we've got a lot in Wait, store what? for you <laughs> in today's show, including a very special guest. So we're going to welcome in now Brandon Scoop B. Robinson, NBA Scoop. insider for Bally Sports and host at Spotify. Scoop B, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm hearing about fashion shoes, beanies, <laughs> and glasses. All superfluous conversations over here. That's what we're here for. We're here to change lives, Scoop, and that's uh, <laughs> what we try to do on a daily basis. Absolutely. So uh, you've got a lot of insight that you're going to share with us here. So do you want to kind of just give us an overview of kind of all the things you've heard over the last few weeks and I mean, I know that's a lot, but like I have a place I want to start. Is oh, that okay? okay? I have. I gotta ask you, Scoop. Uh, I've I followed you on Twitter for a very long time, and do you consider yourself a great Twitter troll or the greatest Twitter troll? <laughs> I'm just Brandon. Um, I, <laughs> I, uh, I grew up playing in the schoolyards and talking about old things, uh, talking about people, what they wear. Um, I've scaled back on talking about people's moms, um, but I, but I, but I definitely, um, like to have a good time and talk sugar, honey, iced tea. Uh, you're welcome to do it here too. You don't have to just keep it on, on Twitter. So you're aware. So. <laughs> I enjoy telling people to argue with their mothers. It's very fun. <laughs> a scoop, you know, going back to, to, to what Lindsay was referring to earlier, um, let's, let's start with DeAndre Aiden. 
Um, you know, okay. you, you've been in contact with this camp. Uh, what do you know about how they're feeling about things and, and what they're hoping to get out of the next couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks? Well, I know that it is a Phoenix Suns fan's dream uh, to see Kevin Durant uh, in the Valley of the Sun. Um, but I also do know that there is business that needs to be taken care of with Aiden. And that goes all the way back into around the finals time uh, with folks that I've spoken with around that way <clears throat> have shared that it could be any iteration of uh, the Spurs, uh, the Pacers, uh, and, and and at one point the Detroit Pistons, but um, realistically, uh, looking at the Suns and looking at Aiton, um, to me the Pacers stylistically make the most sense. Um, if if the Suns aren't a viable option, which it seems they are not, um, the Pacers to me make all the sense in the world for Aiton for this reason. Uh, I think Tyrese Halliburton's acquisition uh, from the Sacramento Kings was one of the most underrated. Uh, moves of the trade deadline last offseason. You also get Buddy Heald. Um, I really think that when you look at DeAndre Ayton and what he brings to the table, he's a double-double threat every night. Um, and I think that while the Suns, to me, are a, a solid fit where he is, um, it seems as though the connection that he has with that team um, could be unrepairable. And with that being said, I really think that the Pacers are a solid uh, situation to slide in and enjoy a young team um, that has some upside in a very competitive NBA Eastern Conference. All right. I'm not going to try and put you on the spot here, but I kind of am. And you cannot answer this if you don't want to. But there has been so much conversation about the relationship between D.A. and the Suns organization and I feel like a lot of it was based off of just rumors and then that game seven kind of tiff on the sideline, if you will. Do you or have you heard any more substantial information on whether that is genuinely like an issue between those two sides? Everything that I've gathered about that situation was that it was a disagreement, uh, but not so much that it would just be irreparable as it relates to just two men having a conversation. And and I, and I want to be careful because of that sensitivity, because what you're seeing, even within my my cluster of, of colleagues, um, even with the Kyrie Irving Lakers situation, which, you know, is is now at this point seeming like a, a, a mute issue is. Um, I think over time, rumors start, and then what people put out, it tends to become believable. I think that in this situation with Aiden, I think both he and his team uh, are, are both playing chess, not checkers, and it all comes down to the almighty dollar. Um, and I think that when you look at this situation, last playoffs, uh, when you heard Chris Paul stand up in a post-game uh, interview with Rachel Nichols say, we got to get DeAndre eight in the bag, Um it seems like the grocery bag has holes in it, and um, th that needs to be figured out. I mean, this is DeAndre Ayton, who was patient, and he and his representation, as well as uh, the front office with the Phoenix Suns, could not agree on a deal. I kind of feel like this was the precursor for what could happen with Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn this season. You, you played your way into the next contract. Okay, well, where's the cream filling? Where's the money? And so when I look at DeAndre Ayton's situation, I feel like he's earned the right to look elsewhere, but I also think on the sun side of things, um, if they can get a return on that, I think it would be in their their best uh, professional interest uh, to to work on that on, on both sides of the basketball, both the management and front office side as well as the player in Aiton. Have you heard any interest uh, from the Jazz in terms of DeAndre Aiton? We heard that rumor around here uh, earlier, or excuse me, late last week. 
but we haven't really heard much since then. With the Donovan Mitchell news, is DA in play with the Jazz? I haven't heard that, um, but when you look at the Utah Jazz, um, I, I, just from a basketball perspective, I think Aiden would fit like a glove if you're going to match him alongside uh, someone of the ilk uh, of Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Excuse me, but when I look at uh, DeAndre Aiden and I look at a, a potential uh, Donovan Mitchell type of of, of match. I think the first ball that has to roll is for the Jazz to figure out what they're going to do with Donovan. I mean, I was hearing this back in May, May 15th. I tweeted that, you know, there, there is there is a seemingly uh, a, a realistic uh, possibility that Aiton wants to make his way somewhere east uh, with the New York Knicks, a guy that is from, you know, Elmsford, New York, by way of Connecticut. Um, and he has ties to New York City by way of his, his, his dad and the Mets and all that other stuff. That's cool. Um, but I think that the Knicks specifically. Uh, just to be clear, you meant Mitchell, right? What did I say? You said Aiden. So let me take that back. So <laughs> Mitchell, I apologize. Gotcha. I've been doing these radio hits all day. But uh, Jonathan Mitchell, being from New York and um, also just having ties to New York City, it would make sense. The Knicks have done a lot. But I also do know uh, that the Knicks uh, and the Jazz, if they're looking to make a move, will have to figure out what they're doing with with that whole uh, Obi Toppin as well as uh, R.J. Barrett and some of those other things. But the Jazz specifically, no, I haven't heard any rumblings about that specifically. Um, and I think the Jazz kind of have bigger fish to fry at this moment as it relates to what they're going to actually do with Donovan Mitchell. Let's talk about KD. Um, you know, KD, Kyrie, Kyrie, KD, whichever way you want to slice it. One of them feels like they want to leave, and then it's the other one, and then it's both of them, and then it's none of them. Uh, what are you hearing from Kyrie and KD, and what do you expect to happen when the, when all the smoke clears? What do you think will ultimately end up being the final resolution with Kyrie and KD? If you ask me today, I'd say that those two would remain in a Brooklyn Nets uniform uh, because I think that they fit. Uh, they fit. I feel like every star player uh, has a fit on their roster. Um, I think that the two of them have a fit. And I think that, well, I know that it's a four year partnership um, and, and the job isn't finished. Uh, we just finished year three. Uh, you, year four has some new questions. Now, the issue with KD and Kyrie stems from some things that were going on uh, within the front office. Number one, um, Kyrie didn't get his extension. Number two, um, just all this talk of Kyrie and the trade and the five to six team destinations that he wanted to go to. Uh, I spoke to someone last night who said it, it's like an informational overload uh, that either KD, he, they get engaged that either K, uh, KD was frustrated or it's just like, well, what the heck is going on? Now, there are some there are some institutional issues um, that that are frustrating. Number one, uh, Adam Harrington, uh, who was an assistant coach with the Nets, no longer there. Eli Carter, a friend of Kyrie's, uh, had to kind of sit down because of the New York City mandates, is my understanding. And then he was assured that he would have a job once they rolled back all those mandates. He wasn't brought in. Those are some other issues there. Um, but there seems to be a separation um, between the at least or my overall reporting between uh, Kyrie's circle and uh, the Nets in trying to find a deal. Doesn't mean a deal can't get done, uh, but there's a disagreement on, you know, what will ultimately happen. Um, my discussions with people on the Nets side uh, as far back as Sunday, and I remember it was Sunday because it was eight o'clock Eastern time and I was watching the Simpsons uh, and they <laughs> shared with me that um, the, the words that they used um, were, um, the Nets aren't giving up sugar, honey, iced tea for KD and Kyrie if it doesn't come down to 
the right fit. And, and from everybody that I've spoken to, they've all said that there's been a level of lowballing, uh, even in conversations with the Pelicans, even in conversations with the Suns, the Raptors, and what have you. So um, it's funny because the person who shared it with me said, watch, B, the narrative is going to be come Monday. The Nets ain't doing nothing. It's going to be a slow day on Monday. And then what happened? It was slow because all those conversations in Vegas were all low ball conversations. Do you, so based on what you're saying, you don't feel at some point that KD goes with the nuclear option where he says, I'm not playing for you and try to force, force the Nets hands because it feels like people in Phoenix are waiting for that moment uh, and think that that's the way this eventually gets done. But do you think KD actually goes down that road? If you ask me today, what's today's date? 13th? The 13th. If you ask me today, um, I, I say that they, they are chilling. Um, that does escalate over time because a week or two ago, 4th of July weekend, it was a foregone conclusion that even Kyrie was going to the Lakers. So if you ask me today, that's what it is. But I also just think that things have calmed down. Summer League is waning down. Um, free The top free agents are kind of waning down. So now it's, it kind of gets to this slow period. I think the next time you could hear a conversation about his whereabouts, right around training camp time. Because right now everybody's vacationing, they're chilling, um, they, they're 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 toasting the new the the new uh, contracts and more. And I think as things kind of simmer down, I think that's where cooler heads can prevail, and a, and a real conversation can be had, could be had. Um, but I also think that training camp and media day is where things kind of made the Nets kind of frazzled last year because. When you looked at the whole uh, Kyrie vaccination status, right? That was the that was the focus of the Nets training camp last season, and then it turned into a whole narrative about Kyrie and James Harden, and so I, I think it's it, it's going to simmer down, and then it's going to simmer back up again. I don't want to wait that long. No, please no. Uh, Oh, I want to drag this out as long as possible. Okay, but... I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I know that you said that you guys, you had reported on the Donovan Mitchell thing a while back that there could um, be some interest or potential movement there. Now that it's become more forefront in the conversation, do you think that moves this forward a little bit? Or does it not really make a big difference? It's still going to be kind of a slow period regardless. So... I told you I had a conversation with someone while the Simpsons were on. I'll say about 10, 11 o'clock Eastern time while I was walking my dog, Percy. Um, I had a conversation with somebody uh, that is tied directly uh, to someone in Donovan's family who, you know, spoke with them earlier that day and said he wants to come to New York. So as in the Knicks or are the Nets Nets. of interest to him as well? Either or. Okay. So in theory... Hopefully, this could be the perfect scenario. You get the ball rolling, right? You think? <laughs> you think? So, I think this is one of these simmering coffee type conversations. But um, I literally did have that conver- those two conversations uh, on Sunday. One about um, the Nets and their progress uh, during Vegas, and then on the other side uh, in New York, uh, I had a conversation with someone. Um, that, you know, intimated to me that Donovan does have an interest in coming to New York and that, you know, kind of goes along the lines of, you know, what I addressed uh, back in May. Okay, but earlier you had mentioned that, you know, if you ask, if we asked you today, you would say the Nets run it back, Katie and Kyrie remain in Brooklyn. 
Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of rumors and conversations and just, I guess, kind of gut feelings really from most people that a huge blockbuster four or five team deal is going to go down at some point in time. Outside of just the fit that you were talking about with Katie and Kyrie in Brooklyn, what else kind of makes you think that they might run it back? Or is there anything else? Um, Unfinished business. I think what the the issue with... The Kyrie side of things is, I think, his his ties to uh, the greater New York area. I think if it was anybody else, it wouldn't be such an attachment. Um, this is a guy from West Orange, New Jersey. That's a stone's throw from Manhattan. Um, his 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 dad is from the Bronx. His godfather is from the Bronx as well. Uh, he grew up a Nets fan. Uh, has told me in past that you know it's a pleasure to watch you know Jason Kidd play during their their championship. Uh, Eastern Conference winning and championship attempts back in the early 2000s. Um, but Kyrie is also the person who who coerced, um, and maybe that's not the best word, I'll say convinced uh, Kevin to come to Brooklyn. Um, and their relationship extends outside of just basketball. Um, I, I've been at parties with them where their talk of just basketball is just next level. I almost feel like I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to the Apostle Paul and the other apostles the way they're just so uh, big on the game and, 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 and tied in. Um, but I, I think also um, the fit with Ben Simmons is of intrigue um, because I really think that once he gets it together, if he gets it together and it's a trial run, I kind of feel like the pressure that is on them takes the pressure or the lack of the pressure in past years is not there because of the attention that is drawn to them actually wanting to leave. When you look at the Eastern Conference and you look at um, Philly, who got better defensively, when you look at um, the Bucks, who were still uh, champs from the season ago, um, I feel like there's less pressure on the Nets this season as in going into this year. But I also think that the mirror needs to be shined back on the front office as well as Steve Nash. Um, who I believe everybody thought Steve Nash or many people thought Steve Nash was going to be for Brooklyn what Steve Kerr was for the Warriors. And I think that oftentimes you hire coaches with names, um, but but you also have to look at fit. Perfect example, you look at Ime Udoka uh, in Boston, uh, who was a defensive focus. I think that in this situation with the Nets, specifically with Kevin and Kyrie, I think that Kevin was frustrated. I think that people reacted and a lot of people jumped to conclusions right away. Do I think that the Phoenix Suns are would be a good fit? Yes, but so would the New Orleans Pelicans. I think that as things kind of slow down a bit, those conversations will be had, both the pro and the con of leaving. But at, right, if you ask me today, based off of conversations that I had and what I know, I see them staying. I don't love to hear that. I'll be honest with you, but I appreciate your insight. We appreciate your time, Scooby. Thank you so much for joining us. Tell Percy we say hi. (laughs) Percy, they say hi to you. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of dog is this? Oh my God. There we go. Oh my gosh. Hi, Percy. (laughs) Thanks for making an appearance. (laughs) Here's Percy. Thanks, Scooby. That's the cutest dog ever. Bye. Thank you. Oh, my God. That was the best ending to an interview ever. I know the internet loves uh, loves dogs, so we had to get some dogs in here, too. Oh, my gosh. Well, those are some interesting points. I did. I don't. That made me feel sad. Yeah. I mean. Get ready to be a seventh seed, everybody. No, I mean, there's just so many ifs right now. If this, if that, what if this. It's just, again, I just can't see a scenario. I hope, I hope I'm completely wrong on this. Or I hope I'm 
right on this, I should say. I can't see a scenario where the Suns start the next season without either DA or without KD. I just, I'm going to continue to to beat that drum because, man, that would be just such an epic failure on the front office um, to, to fumble the bag like that. Look, the key to everything he said was as of right now. Yeah. which we've talked about. These things can shift dramatically uh, in, an, in an instant. The Donovan Mitchell thing becomes more intriguing. Obviously, he said Donovan wants to be in New York, which we've heard, which makes it line up with Brooklyn. I was talking to Flex last night. He's still very confident that this gets done. So, uh, you know, obviously we're hearing multiple sides of this, and – I think we just have to batten down and be ready for what could be a longer process than we all want. I mean, I think we're getting to a point where we're lucky if it happens in the month of July. So the one positive that I feel like we can take from this conversation, um, because there's a lot of people in chat, like Rick said, dog was the best part of that sad news. (laughs) But if we're looking for a silver lining here, he did mention that all the offers thus far have been low ball offers. At least that's what's being shared with him, right? So there's still room to up the ante, if you will, right? They're low ball offers to start. No one's biting, but that means there's still room to throw in a few more things or maybe to work with a, another team or another handful of teams to add in a few more things. That doesn't necessarily mean it's done and over with. It's just we're we're still in the starting phases. It feels you know, like you know, and also like I just there something's been been in the back of my mind since we got to summer league for no reason. I'm going to say this again for zero reason. It's just a little bug in the back of my mind that keeps thinking. I know everybody wants KD, and I know that's the big talk right now and the DA stuff. It wouldn't surprise me if we get blindsided by something completely different that we didn't expect because maybe a team out there likes the potential package that the Suns would be willing to offer for a KD and they have a star that they'd like to get rid of or something like that. Like, I just feel like there might be something out there that we're not seeing. And so if we did lose DA, we would be able to recoup some of that, that loss, not KD level because KD is one of three amazing players in the league, but I don't know. I, I have that feeling. So. Are you thinking that Devin Booker and his son, Donovan Mitchell, are going to be on the same roster? Is that what you're hinting at? I mean, I mean. <laughs> what, I think, uh, what I think is is going on here is Sean Marks has the James Jones F them kids mentality. The draft picks don't interest him, right? But it feels like Utah and Danny Ainge want those assets. Danny Ainge is known for collect the assets, either draft your talent or try to trade for a guy after accumulating him. So I feel like what the Nets felt like was a low ball with, you know, four draft picks and, you know, three pick swaps or whatever, what amounted to seven draft picks, they may go, eh. But Utah and Danny Ainge are looking at it going, well, this this is intriguing. We'd like that as a haul for Donovan Mitchell. Look what they got for Rudy Gobert. It was very predicated on those draft picks. So I think that's a big, big part of it here. And Sean Marks goes, I want those draft picks because I'm not going to be around to make those picks. He wants guys that can keep them in contention now so he keeps his job. He's got to worry about that. That's the big factor here for him Mm -hmm. is how do I 
semi win this situation so that I can also keep my job. And you know what Trump's making the the best possible trade for the future? Self-preservation. And that's what I think Sean Marks is in is how do I get the best of both worlds? Save myself and make a deal that that keeps the Nets uh, in the conversation in the East. Well, uh, shout out to our guy Scoop B for coming on and giving us his perspective from all of the people he's talking to. We're just going to continue to sit and wait with our fingers crossed, hoping that things work out in the future. But um, I would just say... Be prepared to wait a little bit longer than what all of us had anticipated originally and what all of us would like. We, we in the Suns community don't do well with patience. No. <laughs> yeah, because we've been asked to have it for 50 plus years if you've yeah, been around the whole time. Yeah, for like, sure. So. Yeah, I'm tired of having patience. Gerald is not here today, and this has come up several times. He's not here today. He's not feeling too well. I think Vegas too, took too much out of him. So I'm voting monkeypox. We... we, we, we <laughs> Gosh. So, we, so we just uh we, we, we gave him a few days and, off so he, he'll, the, he'll be fine he'll be back soon to those of you asking for us to get flex on we're trying to make it work flex has a day job it's tough at our time yeah. we're trying to figure out a way also we are in work. completely different times yeah i mean yeah three help. hour different yeah so we're working on it i talked to flex on the regular don't worry he's on our radar so and also again i know we've kind of like had these conversations before but Everyone in the chat is like, I'm sticking with Flex. I'm sticking with Flex. That's not what this is. It's just different perspectives of people who are all connected around the league, sharing what they're hearing and how they're formulating their opinions based off of that. We're not telling you to believe one thing or the other. We're just providing you with information. information. That's it. That's all it is. When you're here five days a week, I'd love to just be like, hey, believe in Flex. Bye, everybody, and have a four-second show, but that doesn't make for good podcasting. That doesn't pay the bills. No, so <laughs> we're going to give you all the all the different perspectives, have the conversations, do the thought experiments that explain where this could go in a multitude of, of ways. You know, and also, like, it, it, we'd be ignorant if we thought that we we have the only perspective that matters here in the Valley. Like, obviously, there's a national perspective. There's an East Coast perspective. There's people in Brooklyn that think we are absolutely high and out of our minds that for even thinking that we have a chance at KD. Like, the the, the perspectives are completely different all around the country. So bringing in people from all around to try and hear what they think is the, the best move, uh, is the best way to gather as much information to see if we can come to some consistency on what we think is potentially going to happen. Uh, right now, it feels like it's kind of just all over the place. It's 50-50 whether he's going to come here or go somewhere else or go back to Brooklyn. Nobody knows, and we won't know until it happens. Speak well, and it's for so yourself. team-centric, too. Yeah. Speak for yourself. I'm the only opinion that matters in Phoenix. Okay. Mm, okay. okay. Whatever you say. <laughs> Whatever you say, yes. Uh, I, I tell that to myself every day in the mirror. So. Uh Will Captain said, cool, but what's Gerald's perspective? I don't know. Lost Gerald, him on what's, Friday. Your, what's your perspective, buddy? <laughs> okay, he's not here. We cool. will ask him on Friday. Well, actually, oh, no. over under, oh, no. Gerald makes it back by Friday. <laughs> oh, no. Over uh, under? under. Oh, I, uh, definitely under. Definitely. Yeah, I not, almost, not a chance. I can almost guarantee Gerald woke up this morning and like, stretched and felt a little sore. He's like, yeah, oh, no. he's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly He's right. in one of those cryo oh, chambers no. and it's Gerald's, set for like a week. Gerald's made out of paper mache, so yeah. <laughs> 
Are you calling Gerald weak? Wow. I'm going to clip wow, that and dog. tweet it at him. Wow. I love you, so, Gerald. I'm kidding. So, I'm kidding. Uh, I would be careful after what we saw when he woke up that one, or when he after he showered right before he went out in Vegas, when he put on that tank top. I wouldn't be saying weird stuff about Gerald. Uh, yeah, I man, mean, that man is ripped. I mean, ripped is okay. He's in very good he's shape. Ripped, he's ripped. He's in very, very good he's shape. Also, he's also. Cute. So he's he's oh, got a, okay. he's got a permit for those things. That's how ripped he is. All right. This is so. I bet you if Gerald is watching right now, to this cringing. I bet you twenty bucks. Gerald's watching and it's just like, oh my what? god. He, oh he's no, in bed no, no. and he just pulled the cover. This is exactly what he's doing. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Lord have mercy. Well, listen, Max. Uh, Gerald's not going to paintball tomorrow, buddy. So I don't have to worry about poking the bear today. <laughs> He's going to just show up and just I light you up. He's going to buy a special. My last thing on Gerald, last thing I'll say. I, I, <laughs> last I, thing I would, I'll I would say. use a risk-free bet on Gerald. Yes. Ooh. That's a good one. And you can also use a risk-free bet on the DraftKings hey. Sportsbook app hey. right Trans- now. Like the Bob's if Lindsay, you download the app and use promo code PHNX, after you make your first deposit, you're going to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's a big risk-free bet. Just make sure you use that promo code PHNX. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, guys, you ready for some screenshots? Yes. It's time for some screenshots presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. So this is a very fun hypothetical trade that NBA on ESPN shared from Bobby Marks. Let's play this and uh, see what he came up came up with. Let's start with two players under the age of 25 and Donovan Mitchell, Mikael Bridges. And then you add a player like Miles Turner. So that checks the boxes for Brooklyn as far as what they are looking for. Then let's go to Phoenix. Kevin Durant, okay? That checks the boxes for Phoenix. Mm. We've all talked about DeAndre in a, in a potential offer sheet. This is a signing trade. He goes to Indiana. Here's the big question. Is this enough for the Utah Jazz? When you look at Ben Simmons, Cam Thomas, five first round picks, four from Phoenix, one from, Clean, uh, from Cleveland, uh, from Indiana, and then three swap rights here. So. It makes sense for three of the teams. I think the big question will be, is that enough for a team like the Utah Jazz? Do you think it's enough for a team like I the think Utah Jazz? I, I actually think this is a perfect trade. Yeah. I, I, I have not seen one that fits everybody's boxes as perfect as this. I love it. Yeah, I think Utah gets a young guy that could have upside in Ben Simmons. If he puts it together, they get the more draft capital so they can make other moves. With Like I said, Danny Ainge likes to, to pull that off. Uh, if you believe that DA is pretty much done here, then you know, it, you're going to make the best move possible here by moving him to Indiana. It sucks to have to give up Mikhail, but you're getting a top three, top five player in the NBA. You got to give up something. So right. I, I understand that. I, I think this could potentially be the best of of what you're getting you keep cam you're keeping a guy like dario which gives you some additional depth uh and and you have jay which could be a, an additional move you can make using that salary this is probably about as good as it's going to get and the type of move we're going to see well, everybody wants to get kd on the cheap and yeah 
like I've said before, I want a North Scottsdale mansion for about $150,000 right now. Ain't ever going to happen. You got, if you're going to get something good, you got to give up something good. So I think this is about as good as you're going to get with only shipping out DA uh, only, but shipping out DA McHale and a bunch of picks. You know, I will I will say this as well. Um, Eric Rodriguez in the chat says crying emoji, not Mikhail. Um, I think people need to wrap their heads around the fact that if D.A. gets traded in a three way, we are definitely losing Mikhail. Like, I, I just don't see a scenario where the Brooklyn Nets would not want Mikhail somehow, some way, um, a, a young star on the rise. Like they need assets that they can build around. Um, I, I think that's just that's that's going to happen. Um, if it doesn't, great, but I just don't see a scenario where that's not going to happen. I don't know why, but I feel like my gut's telling me that Mikel's going to stay. Then I don't think you're getting Katie yeah. in that situation. I don't know. I just I mean, have a gut feeling that, that yeah. Mikel will continue to be a Phoenix. My mind's put- telling me no. <laughs> but my body's telling me yes. <laughs> that was the worst. That was the worst. Does that surprise you? Does that surprise you that I did that poorly? <laughs> Uh, no, but I, I will put this caveat in. If K, if KD goes the nuclear option and says, I will not play, that's the window to not have to give up McHale. But if he doesn't go there, go that route, and you you have to entice Brooklyn to make this move, you're going to likely have to include McHale is my, my feeling right now. All right, a couple of things from the chat that I want to bring up. So says Jay said, I don't get why Utah would get so many picks. I mean, that is a fair question. Five first-round picks, four from Phoenix, one from Cleveland via Indiana, three swap rights from Phoenix. The, that is kind the, of a lot coming majority from the, the Phoenix But the camp. reason why is, is Danny Ainge, that's his game. Mm-hmm. He loves to stockpile picks. Also, Donovan, uh, the Nets are not in the market for, um, for picks. They want – they essentially yeah, want to – if they're going to trade KD, they want – to swap it for stars still like, and so you're kind of trading one star for another and adding some other pieces around it. And if you kept Kyrie with, if you had Kyrie and Donovan Mitchell, that's not a bad, that's not a bad uh, consolation prize. If you're the Nets. Casey in the chat makes a good point too. They're taking on Ben Simmons, which is a risk because you wind up paying that money without, without getting anything in return. Plus at this point, it's it's the price of doing business. If Donovan Mitchell is what gets this done, uh, then the Suns, who already you seem do. willing to sacrifice this those draft picks, fair. you do very it true. to get the deal done. Like, mm-hmm. if it's the difference between making it happen and not making it happen, yeah, enjoy your draft picks, Utah. You won't be relevant while our window's open here in Phoenix. Also, I would, I would like to say this, too. Um, a lot of chatter about the draft picks, but, again— it almost makes me feel comfortable knowing that James Jones doesn't value draft picks anyway. Like if he was building in the draft and he, and we had outstanding selections, like he's picked Cam Johnson. Cool. Outside of that, some pretty mediocre drafts, if you could even say that. Um, So, you know, what, what are you really sacrificing? And you're hoping that those draft picks are going to be late rounders. Anyway, you're talking in the thirties to 32 or the the 30 range. So um, I'm okay with that. All right, and then Manny said, say we pull the trigger on this, who run in the five? Dario. I think Dario plays major minutes of the five. Uh, Biz will play when you need more size. And if and I think they looked at, at Jacques Landell as a 
low risk, high reward. He's young. If he if he blossoms and be able to give you 10, 15 solid minutes to the center, you're playing center by committee. Well, they've it, made it clear they don't care about the center position if they're going to let DA. Walk. And also, you, you know, you you still have a little bit of flexibility, and this is where Gerald would, would have come Hurdle. in and Hurdle. would have told us, Hurdle. you know, like, yeah. yeah, you know, you still have a little bit of flexibility to try and make a move for somebody like mm-hmm. a Jakob Pertle or something like that. So not all is lost, and and and, yeah. and you know, for this trade to happen, that doesn't mean no future other trades can happen. Like you, you're still in the ball game trying to make pieces work. It wouldn't shock me if James Jones has had conversations that says, if KD happens, we'd like to make this subsequent move with you. And there's already wheels in motion with those kind of things, but everything's held up until there's a decision on KD. Well, hopefully a trade at least similar to this goes down sometime <laughs> in the near future. PHX, or PHX Scotty. Uh, so the biggest worry, in my opinion, is KD getting injured. I mean, that's, I think every, that's, that's a the fair Chris Paul concern. worry. That's, that's the Devin Booker yeah, worry. I mean, they. I mean, listen, like every superstar we have on the team outside of DA has gotten injured in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's yeah. just part of the game. Well, all right. Our next uh, AZ Health screenshot. This one comes from Tim Bontemps. He said, Adam Silver says the league's investigation into the Phoenix Suns in the wake of ESPN's story about the organization in the fall, is in the quote-unquote last stages, but isn't prepared to say what the conclusion of this investigation will be. So basically everything we've been hearing is, oh, it'll come after the season's over. It'll come uh, right before the draft. And Well, now it's got to wait until after the draft and summer league and free agency. So I don't know that they're moving the ball because of those things. They always knew those things were going to be happening. What I wonder is are dish, have additional people stepped forward that said, you know what, I'd like to talk now. You know, I think that's a fair cons- uh, thing to consider because we did get additional ESPN articles once all the rumors behind the scenes of it being pretty much wrapped up. Then, then this kind of throws a wrench into everything. And it's like, well, wait, hold on. Maybe we need to look further into this side of things. Maybe we didn't go deep enough into these these type of situations. Well, we saw the one article about the former female sales executive that, that left and was pretty outspoken on her way out about things. You have to wonder if there's people like that that didn't speak up and finally decided, I have to say something mm-hmm. and I can't take this. They get out, and and that could extend things as well. They There's, The biggest thing that Adam Silver wants is to get this right and to have everything uh, laid out as, as well as he can, yeah. regardless right. of what the outcome is. You don't want either, either way to be like, well, you didn't know this. They want to understand every aspect of this so they make the right decision. And Adam Silver has been known for thoroughness in that kind of way and in the things he approaches. So I'm okay if you're if you're taking longer because you're trying to get things right this is a this is a complex situation and there's a lot of legality to this situation um so i wouldn't be surprised that the reason why this is taking so long is because the nba is basically trying to see what their options are legally first of all Doing what they diligence. can do in terms of the bylaws and things uh and, and the code that they run by and then making sure that uh none of this can can 
be thrown into the court system or anything like that, which just prolongs everything and delays everything. Because um, you want you want quick resolution when you finally come down and drop the hammer. You don't want things to be prolonged and still have people working for an owner who feels like they're on the cusp of getting outed or or somebody else getting you know uh, fired. Um, you want that all to be resolved and and so people can move on with their lives and and that that's honestly that's what everybody deserves over there in that organization mm-hmm. that that has been you know living in these horrible conditions uh, or working in these horrible conditions for the past several years. So well, and I think the longer it goes, the more realistically there are going to be some kind of repercussions based on the investigation. If they found if they found nothing it probably wraps up quicker. Now, I'm not saying that means Sarver's out. I'm just saying that there may be things that they're uncovering throughout the organization, and they have a lot of questions that they're going to have to answer with that, allegedly. So, you know, like, that's that's where I think we are, and we'll, we'll get there eventually. The question is, do we get KD's resolution first or the resolution of this investigation. Yeah. We still have two big things this summer that we haven't seen. Yet. Biscuits and Beer says, if that's the case, why would the owner do anything to help the team? Because, as we've said because a million times, this is a business. It. This is a business, exactly. Right. And at the end of the day, the NBA is not going to tell him he can't sell the team. Like, it's still his team. He's going to have to sell it, probably. He might be forced to sell it if he is. Um, yeah. if he is. And, and if that happens, you want the highest dollar. And if mm-hmm. you have KD as part of that, that's definitely a high dollar mark that you can you can try to pitch to people. Um, so, again, this is all a business at the end of the day. And, and right. That's, that's and if exactly you're a business person, the last thing you want to do is not – Sabotage. Well, yeah, not not sabotage. You wouldn't want to sabotage something that is going to make you money in the long run, whether it's immediately if you are forced to sell or down the road if you're not forced to sell. Yeah, it makes no business. Don't hang on to that asset. You want the biggest golden parachute you can get Mm -hmm. at any point you decide. Uh, You decide or somebody else decides the team's no longer yours. The thing I always find interesting, though, is he owns about only about 30% of this team. He's not... Uh, you know, I know he's the managing partner, but it's not its not like he owns 90% of this team. Yeah. So there's a lot of interesting things that are still going to play out. But uh, Commissioner Silver, obviously not willing to say what's going on yet, but making it clear they're getting closer. So who knows? We'll keep you posted as soon as anything does come yeah. out about that. You so guys complex. know that. So just... Sit tight on all of these things, and we'll do the same. Just keep waiting, like for everything else. <laughs> that should be our theme this summer. We'll just, just, be just here. keep waiting. <laughs> it works because they didn't win a championship. It works because we got to sit here. Just keep waiting, everybody. Yes. <laughs> all right, we're gonna round out today's show with a, a producer surprise brought to you by OGs. OGs launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor pina colada. So check out OGs online at ogsbrands.com, on Instagram at ogsbrands, and you can also find their products at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Shane, what's going on in your brain? What do you got for us today? Well, I'm sure everybody's seen the JWT, the James Webb Telescope images that have come out, that came out yesterday, more came out today. So in loop space, and I know, I'm pretty sure I know what Lindsay's answer is going to be already, but... I don't know if that's like mean or not. Uh, it's it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> let's say there's a habitable planet that they find uh, really far away, but they you can transport there safe, and it won't take that long. But you're the first person to be there, and you don't know when more people are going to inhabit it. But it's like a nice little 
studio apartment space just on a planet that you've never been to. You're not in danger or anything. You can still call in. You can still be on the show. Are you going? No. I I thought this was going to be more like if you could point that telescope anywhere and see something you wanted. I thought that's where he was going to go with this. But I I would totally go. Excuse me? Well, I do Hold on. Yeah. Do I do I get to take my wife and daughter? Can you take anything? Yes, you can. Yeah, you, you can take you can take your family. Yes. Um, can you take your animals? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I'm no, going in a heartbeat. I'm not For going. Sure. Hell no. Listen, like I don't think you all realize like the the conveniences of living here on Earth <laughs> that we have. Like you're gonna go to Mars and you gotta cook for yourself. All the time. It's not like you're going to have fast food or restaurants or anything to go hang out with. There's no movie theaters. There's no there's no sporting events. You're going to be stuck on Mars or wherever you're going to be can, at. Hell no. Can I watch it on the computer that I can call this damn show on? If I can, I'm perfectly fine. No. I'll figure out how to cook for myself. I'll get totally ripped. It'll be great. Lindsay can't go get Starbucks every day. Like she ain't having that. Are you kidding me? I mean, <laughs> you do bring up some good You're points. You're in the middle of nowhere, a million miles away. What the fuck are we talking about? As long as I don't have to populate the planet myself, I'm fine with going. No, I Let think other we're people all fine. That's not a going. really big factor yeah. in this. Yeah, it's hard. No, any children where on this I planet. Ever, that's, that's not I don't even know where this goes. I wanted to make sure. <laughs> that's my deal breaker. <laughs> oh my god. Listen, you do bring up some really good point Saul and Jay in the chat says you can't be at a sense championship parade in another planet exactly also bringing up good points however I'm over this I'm going I'm still doing it I'm still doing it plus you're going down in the history books as the first person to be on this planet and like if I only last like three or four years well then hey it was a good ride okay (laughs) hold on Am I still governed by the laws here? Hell or? no, it's your own yeah, planet. Yeah, so what are you trying to do? I'm trying to understand every aspect of this if I'm going to choose. No, yes. This is how it's going to go down for Espo, right? They're going to get to this new planet. They're going to think everything's all good. It's going to be like, just don't uh, don't look up. He's going to go outside. He's going to see a fucking bird, and it's going to eat his ass, and that's going to be it. And that will be the last we ever hear that episode. Guaranteed safety. You're okay there. Yeah, he did guarantee honestly for at least a little while. Isn't is that unlike what we deal with every day? Like oh there's God. there's dangers everywhere. I just don't like, think you guys realize like what you're sacrificing. So, so if I get if I get access to internet to be able to do this show, do I also get access to internet to like scroll TikTok yeah, and things? Yeah, you have full. Oh, I'm yeah. set. I'm done. Bye. I'm set. You guys enjoy destroying yeah, here. I'm, I'm gonna go you play my own. Listen, there are so many things. Fortnite, fall guys. No, I'm definitely Listen, going. Are you kidding me? There are so many things that that are not right with the world. I know there's so many things. However, comma, like <laughs> again, the conveniences of everyday life are at your fingertips here. You can't Amazon a package to the fucking moon. Good, I'm not going to spend money. About here? I oh spent too much money as it is. That'll help me prevent that. Espo, <laughs> you buy every trinket known to man. Exactly. You can't do that there. Perfect. Now you're going to have to deal with real life every I single get, day. I Can shit. you even deal there's with also, that? I got enough shit. There's also no economy on the new planet, Espo. You wouldn't have to worry about money. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Oh, okay. I can't wait to see you guys farm. <laughs> my wife loves gardening. Why did you listen, think like, I said three 
or four years oh if I God. last. Oh my God, you're going to starve to death. That's why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't intend on being that oh long. Let's be realistic here. So, uh, and you guys have to try all the different like veggies and fruits that they have on this new planet I love, I love and hope they don't kill you. My favorite part of these hypothetical questions is the chat being so rational about things. <laughs> we would die so quick to the, from normal germs in their environment. This You're safe. True. You don't have to worry about let's, that. Okay? Let's be honest. The way I live here, I probably got about the same life expectancy as if I go to a new planet. I'm not all that worried about that. I don't know. I still think I'm saying yes. I, hey, I'd rather, what do they say? You'd rather da dance with the devil you know than the one you don't? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay here on Earth. <laughs> Bye. See you guys. Live a little salt. Also, you can't even come to the game watches, so you guys wouldn't even be part of this company anymore, so bye. <laughs> what? You're acting like that's punishment. Okay, well, what if, what if I said... We're trying to sell the game I watches, mean, you dick. I know. <laughs> I'm not saying the game watches. I've just been having to come in here every day. Oh. What if you said there was four peaks there? That doesn't... Well, I mean, I that love four peaks, but that's not going to send me to the moon. I don't know why I keep gravitating around the moon, but... <laughs> gravitating, nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. See, uh, Justice has it right. No job, just me and my dog and a, a space, space beach beat. going <laughs> space fishing every day. Oh, Sign me now up. we're throwing other conveniences out there. Uh, yeah. Hey, but, you also, but, also, but also, like, I understand your, 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 your attempt to try and keep everybody safe there, Shane, but there's no way some alien freaking water creature isn't snagging your ass off the freaking I, I love how Saul acts like... Everything like there's nothing. You're safe here. There were fucking dinosaurs <laughs> on this earth at one point in time. How do you know they don't exist on another planet? They were just big chickens. Oh I my don't, god! I don't care. I'll stay in the <laughs> oh damn house god. on guys, this planet and never venture oh my out. God. I don't know. Don't be such a scaredy cat, Saul. Oh my god! Jeez, you live. You lived in Tucson. You're all right. Like, I know, right? And, we have a super and chat. Kansas as well, right? <laughs> Yeah. We have a super chat from Manny. Manny, thank you for your super chat. They said, this Katie thing is like being in the friend zone and waiting for years for your shot. But when the time comes, she decides she likes you as a friend then dates someone else a month later. Okay, Espo. Cry, sad face emoji. Hey, I was saying that's a very Espo comment. No, let me, let me say this. <laughs> very much so. I, I was friends with my wife for 11 years before I got my shot, and we just celebrated 13 years of marriage. So sometimes you can get your ass out the friend zone. And I way out kicked my coverage, too. So, <laughs> All right, guys. That was fun. Uh, good good uh, producer surprise, Shane. Appreciate you. It was you. a fantastic producer surprise. These two are completely batshit crazy, but I really love that conversation. We do have a giveaway that is happening right now thanks to four peaks and um us toast so of the month tell us about this yeah i mean and listen uh it's it's a, a easy entry here four peaks is going to give you a gift a 50 dollars gift part if you a card if you win uh phnx shirt of your choice and an annual membership uh go to check out the link on our phnx sports page and enter it's pretty simple yeah and go to gophnx.com and under the join tab, you can click on the link for this as well. You can also, while you're there, get all of Gerald's unbelievable articles. Mm -hmm. I believe even though he feels sick, he's still writing. He never stops. He doesn't stop. Uh, so you'll still get his sweet, sweet content. Yeah, so this is gophnx.com. You can also get there from all of our social media accounts. Mm -hmm. So if that's easier for you guys, uh, enter to win that giveaway. And like you said, $50 gift card to Four Peaks Brewery. That's good for 
beer, food, all the things. You get uh, a T-shirt of your choice from our locker as Mm -hmm. well as a membership. So it's a pretty awesome giveaway. And and it's free to enter. So you absolutely should enter. Also, it's pretty cool the things that we're doing with Four Peaks. Again, every time we deal with a sponsor, we try to to package it in a way where we give something back to you guys. Um, So, you know, indulge us. Go in for free. It's Get simple. Get some free beer, some great content. I mean, yeah. there's no losing this. It's win-win. No losing. Also, going back to the space thing real quick. <laughs> real oh, quick. I just, just a reminder, if you drink Four Peaks beer, you have to be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. Even in okay, space. Okay, go ahead. I, I feel like Lindsay said <laughs> yes to the, the other planet, not because of the other planet, but just for the fact that she probably gets to sleep for like a year on the way to the planet. That is why I opened it up with that. Not only sleeping for a year, but also getting away from everybody. Yeah. Not, not being judged chamber. for sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. This yes. all sounds great. I don't understand what's wrong with yeah, that. Lindsay doesn't have a bedroom. She has a she has a sleeping chamber. Do you yes. understand that being the first person on the planet, I feel like you get to kind of dictate too how that planet oh, progresses? Oh, she wants so to like, rule. Now no, we like, know. Think about Here's it. another reason I don't want to go. <laughs> think about it. My planet, it's like nap time is a part of the day. It is normal. This eight hours a night BS? No, we're talking oh. 12. You want to work? Okay, but only like max three hours a day. Like that's your topped okay. out. So, so this, at three also, hours a you day. You live this life already. You are going to, but everyone else deserves to live this life. That's, about, that's what I'm saying. There's about. no eight hour work day, five days a week. That BS is gone. One thing to think about also is the earth has the 24 hour cycle. Like we, that's, that's what's created. You don't know what the day cycle is there. So it could be 36. That's it true. It could be... It could be eight. Dude, All I'm listen, saying, like Manny said, beanies and naps for everyone. Nothing would ever get done. Everybody would starve to death and everybody would die in like a year. Because we have a three-hour work day. Why does Saul sound like me now? <laughs> That's not true. Just... People back in the day before we decided to make this like societal standard of working were just fine. <laughs> deep. We're going deep. So, so really this comes down to you've always wanted to be a queen and now you'll be able to be the ruling There's class other countries, on this Like, you don't have to go to another world, Lindsay. You can go to another country. No, this world's garbage. We're going all, all the way to the other in. galaxy. I think this it like Sweden. Done. It's like a four-hour no day or something There's no going back. Like Just throw it away. We'll start over again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our cue. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. We'll see you. On Friday, tomorrow, just a reminder, we're going to have an audio-only episode. We won't be live at 2 p.m. because we're going to go play some paintball. Unless um, Katie makes his way here. Then yeah, then we'll figure it out. But let, <laughs> we just said you have to sit tight. We're going to be sitting tight. Don't worry. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. And, of course, you can follow Espo Hit that like at button. Espo. Espo, take us home. Remember, we know one thing. Katie's staying in Brooklyn, or he's going to Miami, or he's going to Phoenix, or he's going to Toronto. But we definitely know he's not going to Utah because nobody wants to go there. Ahoy, ahoy. Got to understand me, y'all always rep the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G, no plan B. Always on the job, my team move like the mob. Turn the beat on, I throw it down like DA on the lob. Best combo since KJ Marley and Charles. If you squat, just sitting on the chat, get involved. Rhyme saying.